Welcome to the Sense of Soul podcast. We are your hosts, Shannon and Mandy. Grab your coffee, open your mind, heart, and soul. It's time to awaken. We have with us today, Scarlett Raven. She yes. is a international best-selling author and the head alchemist and founder of White Fox Medicine, award-winning CBD cannabis brand that merges spirit with alchemy to present the highest vibrational medicine on the market. Scarlett joins us today to talk about her new book that was channeled from the spirit of psilocybin. Her book is called Psilocybin Transmissions, and it's a step-by-step guide to learn how, why, and what these magic mushrooms are doing for us here on earth. Scarlett believes it's about love. That's why psilocybin is here. And we certainly are glad that she is here with us to tell us all about it. So welcome, Miss Scarlett. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us today. And I will say that I was so excited. It was like Christmas in my house when I got your package. So <laughs> I got the CBD. And I will tell you that I have tried a couple other brands and yours was absolutely phenomenal. I probably got the best night's sleep when I used it than I've had in months. And it was like, time just flew by. I woke up and I was like, oh my God, I slept through the entire night. Cause normally I wake mm-hmm. up at 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. I was extremely relaxed. I was having some really enlightening experiences. I wrote probably one of my most favorite meditations for my past life regressions after I used the drops. I just felt present and I felt completely relaxed. It's fabulous. So thank you very much. Yeah, you're so welcome. Thanks for the review. Oh my God, it was amazing. So tell us a little bit about the name that you came up with. And I absolutely loved the whale totem that you put on there. If you could Mm -hmm. talk about that. Yeah, for sure. So white fox is the symbolism of a shapeshifter to me. So back in 2007, when I was starting my holistic massage practice, I wanted it to be a symbol of medicine that would suit anyone. And so the white fox can shapeshift into anything. And when I'm seeing clients, sometimes I have to change the way I present medicine or how I arrive at a conclusion of what they need so that they can hear me. And so a lot of what I do is super empathic and tuning into them and arriving in a space that's received. So that's kind of where that came from. And it really applied well when I started using cannabis and cannabis had different legalities attached to it. So then the white Fox symbolism came in. Like if you, if I want you to see me, you can. And if I don't want you to see me, you can't. And that way I was able to move into producing cannabis products with a prayer of safety and um, not being messed with by the law. And then I was able to provide my clients with really effective customized tinctures and topicals And then when the laws started changing and becoming more structured and legalized, that's when I started branding every individual uh, formula. And for me, um, medicine is everywhere. It's not just when you go into the doctor's office and you're sitting with them. It's every breath you take. It's all around you in society. Animals are one of the most evolved portals that we can tap into vibrationally. So a lot of people have deemed them as pets or something that we own, like we're above them. And and in my world, we are not. And they are the most highly evolved creatures that we can actually learn from because they're in vibrational attunement with nature, naturally. I study animals and I study the vibrations they bring and that the, the tranquility tincture that you took, that was our first tincture. It's won the most awards. It's, it is, it's, it's a nervine tonic. So when you reset the nervous system, you reset the whole body. And then your vibration can really raise up to high heights when you're relaxed. So the whale is just the perfect symbol of that because they glide through the ocean. It doesn't matter what the ocean's doing. It doesn't matter what's going on around them. They're just going to keep gliding through. And so when you meditate on that symbol of gliding through life, you actually attune your physical presence to that energy. And so a lot of what I do and write about is reminding people that you're not solid. You are not a solid mass. You are movable energy and you can attune your energy to anything you want at any time. So that's part of the medicine. And that's why people have spiritual experiences with white Fox because we chant while we're bottling and we use mirror on glass and everything we do is considered. It's not like, okay, we want to make $27 off that. We want to make $16 off that. It's like, 
that's the furthest thing that we think of. We think of like, what is our vibration when we make it? And what's the vibration going to be when the person consumes it? Wow. We care about. I would say my review just supports that. (laughs) I love the intention behind your product. I think that there's a huge difference when I receive something. I can always tell like if it's just something from China or some place that had a purpose for why they sell that product. Mandy and I have a boutique truck where we sell metaphysical stuff, um, crystals and gemstones, all that fun stuff. And, you know, every single product in there has a purpose and every single product we know and we've held and love and chose personally And I think that you can tell when you receive that product. Yeah. How did you get into this? Did you always have the passion for nature and finding more than just the day-to-day nine-to-five job? (laughs) I was born how I am now. So like super sensitive. I had psychic abilities. I saw the world and I moved through the world in a really different way. I wore different clothes. So my first connection with like the human world and probably in in kindergarten or something like that i was super made fun of almost immediately the only thing i can remember is humans danger and like i really turned to nature and animals to have a sense of community and understanding it was my greatest wounding but it was also my greatest gift i spent a lot of my growing up super alone in nature a lot i was riding horses i had a lot of cats could go into a room with people and i could see people's guides and i could i could sense what they meant if they didn't say the words so the world was actually it was really confusing to me and it, and it didn't make a lot of sense and i think when I started getting into like my teenage years, when the hormones get even worse and like the emotional qualities get even more intense, that's when I turned to cannabis. And initially it was to numb out and it was to be less sensitive because I couldn't even sit. This was before they were diagnosing people with autism and stuff. Like I could hear teachers thoughts and they wouldn't be in alignment with what they were teaching. And I could hear, I could feel when a student was upset and it was like, I had their sadness in my body. And so for me to go and sit through a classroom, there was just no way I would be able to concentrate and retain what was being taught. The environment didn't serve someone like me yet. So I didn't do well in school and I did turn to drugs and alcohol. And I spent a good part of my childhood, like 12 to early 20s numbing out. And then I had an overdose on opiates in my early 20s. And I realized like, okay, like I'm obviously not handling this well. I don't want to die. I don't want to leave the planet, but I also don't want to live on the planet if it's going to be this intense and this painful. So I set an intention for a quest for happiness and I moved to Esalen and Big Sur. I started doing workshops there and then I moved there as a work trade student. And then from there, I spent the next 15 years traveling and going to different retreat centers and studying from different monks. I went all over the world. I studied from all kinds of teachers. I have like 10 certifications, like Reiki, yoga, Ayurveda, like you name it. I've done it. I've studied it. I've been certified in it. And what I came back to was that the world that I live in, that sees and interacts with the unseen on a daily basis, which is a little bit opposite from mainstream society. It's what I'm here to bridge for others. So it's like the, the kindness and the way that I study animals, that's a bridge that I can show people, hey, you're not above a cow. A cow has spiritual abilities too. And when we start in training ourselves to have that amount of compassion within our heart, when we interact with everything, then we've, we've created the world that we all want to live in. So I feel like that that's my role. Like I'm super sensitive and I can see things so I can show people things and I can teach people things. And to have a tangible medicinal product that also alters someone's vibration, then it gives them the physical experience of what I'm talking about and it brings them closer into my mission. So the whole mission of White Fox and the whole mission of writing the psilocybin transmissions, everything I do, it's about love. How can I get everyone to feel more love and compassion and then unconditional kindness and acceptance for all beings? Let me ask you, do you have a hard time connecting without sacred medicine? 
No. So I actually, after my overdose, I went super sober for five years. Okay. And then okay. I realized that my sober was a rigidity. And so that was an imbalance in itself. And that's when I started um, re-bringing in different medicines into my medicinal practice and for myself. So mm-hmm. I, I mean, I would say my preference is to be sober because I, I like it and I like feeling all of me unaltered, but I certainly use medicines. I prefer to be sober when I'm interacting with humans because there's so much going on that is extremely, instead of it being overwhelming for me now, it's interesting for me now. And I'm able to kind of catalog it in a way where I can interact and and be seemingly normal to someone else. Yeah, you need your ego a little bit to deal with the world. I do, I do for sure. I love cannabis, I love psilocybin, I love ayahuasca, I love all of those plant medicines, but I'm also so sensitive that like, I can hold a joint in my hands and feel like I got a little stone just by holding it in my hand. So I don't really need to go super deep with a lot of things anymore. And I think that that's where evolution is moving us all to is we're getting away from the physicality of things. And we're realizing that we're multidimensional and we have all these other energetic bodies that then have a direct effect on the physical. So like when I, when I have something going on and I need an adjustment and it's in my physical body, I actually get a spiritual reading and I'm like, where's the seed of this? Because if I just go get a massage or a chiropractic treatment, it's just going to be on repeat until I get to the seed. And so I have a woman that I go see and she'll do like a divine matrix reading on me. And she's like, Oh, we could connect this and this and this and that planet and that star and this, and then it releases. And then the next day, my physical body shows that release. So my medicine approach and the way I heal myself is a lot different than other people. A lot of people are like, oh, I, my physical body hurts. I'm going to attend to the physical. And that's great too. But I just want to open up that there's many, there's many angles we can dance with this with. Yeah. Same. So that is like what we talk about on this show a lot. That's what I do. And, you know, I'm a Reiki master and started out being a body worker as well. Just rubbing someone's muscles is not, I mean, it feels good. It feels Don't get me good. wrong. <laughs> yeah. I really I, like it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, of course. It feels good. It's great. Mandy and I, we, because of stress, we had so much pain. We were both diagnosed with fibromyalgia years ago. And I mean, I, we, we would take pictures of all the medications that were, di- were given to us. It was like, we'd leave with this big old brown paper bag full of meds. And so I definitely love that, you know, there's this new move of plant medicine being accepted. What do you see in the future for some of the other like psychedelics and stuff? I mean, marijuana is just a new thing and it's actually still not legal in all states yet, is it? No. Almost though. I know places like in Louisiana, they're like, they just let in the uh, medicinal. I mean, so (laughs) there's still people in jail for many years for a joint, Mm -hmm. which is insane. It's insane. It's literally insane. I mean, there's such an agenda from big pharma to really control this medicine. And like, when I describe what my medicine does and they're like, oh, you can't make claims using herbs. And I'm like, wait, you can have a commercial that is a chemically made pill and you could put it on TV for hundreds of millions of viewers. And you can tell them that it's going to heal their allergies. And then you can tell them the 30 other things that it's going to make them do like bleed out of their rectum. And that's okay. But I can't (laughs) use an organic herb like Kava Kava that's proven to relax your nervous system and tell my clients that it's proven to relax their nervous system. I was like, dude, if people can't see that there's an agenda going on to mind control people to get them to stay sick with these medications, because it's a profitable industry I mean, it, to me, it's, it's up to, it's up to me and you, if you want to stay a sheep and you want to follow someone else's agenda, that's your free will. And I support you. If you want to wake up and you want to tune into actual medicine from the earth, I will support you also. So like, we're just holding a pillar of light saying, I'm going to make all the claims I want. You can tell me to stop. I'm never going to stop because your agenda is crushing humanity. And I'm here to help humanity awaken from you crushing them. 
So mm -hmm. like, we're going to, where I'm going to keep the microphone here. I've actually lost some business relationships because they're like, oh, you're not following FDA protocol. And I was like, FDA protocol is killing humanity. Why the fuck would I follow it? Why would I follow it? I'm an advocate for serving humanity. I'm not an advocate for serving billionaires bank accounts. So I am not going to follow the FDA protocol unless the FDA protocol serves the best situation for humanity. And that means that we need to teach people what herbs do and let them know that you can make health claims. They do, they do the FDA approved health claims for Arnica. So they have certain herbs that they will stand behind. And that's amazing. All herbs are created equal and all herbs deserve to have the FDA stand behind them. So we, we advocate for that. And I, I go against the grain. I mean, we make, um, I have psilocybin products that I treat my clients with and I am stealing money from big pharma because the more people that reset their brain on psilocybin microdose capsules, the less people that are going to buy anti-anxiety medication from big pharma and big pharma doesn't want you to heal your anxiety. They want your 20, $30 a month in their bank account every month. They're not giving you something that's helping you. They're giving you something that's putting a bandaid over an issue that your body's talking to you about. So there's just, that's free will. That's the people that need to wake up from this. And when they wake up and they come to me, I'm like, here, come here, let me educate you. Oh, let me re-educate you. I, God, I love you. So that's, that's what our wake up call was when Shannon and I were carrying those big brown bags and it was like one medication would cause another symptom. And then we were given another one. So, you know, what really was my aha moment was when they told me that I had a thyroid issue at age 36 and that I would have to be on thyroid medication for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. Well, I thought to myself, holy shit, for the rest of my life? Well, then every single woman I met around my age was telling me that they were being diagnosed with thyroid mm -hmm. issues as well. And I thought to myself, that's a lot of fucking money. Like these people are telling you, you have to take this medicine mm -hmm. every day for the rest of your freaking life. So finally, I just took myself off of all of it. And guess what? I don't have a freaking thyroid problem. <laughs> I know. I'm what so happy. I'm so happy that you're that powerful within yourself to do that. I mean, that story is what I live for. Thank you. Thank yes. you for taking your power back. She has tons of stories like that. We do. I mean, it's like every Amazing. single time. I mean, this, you know, fibromyalgia, what? I mean, everybody, her and I were diagnosed at the same time. I mean, I know I'm a very severe empath, but Jesus, they're just like, yeah. here, you want one? Here you go. You get one too. And so freely <laughs> getting people just addicted to all of these medicines too. The ones, like you said, like oxycodone, which is horrible because they just give it out, give it out. And then they give you something for the addictions and then you get a whole <laughs> new one that you're addicted to. It's just insane. It's, it's just, it's yeah. money. It's all money. It's right? all money. It's money. So what are the benefits of taking plant medicine? I would say to, to create a foundation of Western medicine isn't all bad. They've done a lot of great things and they do serve a purpose. And I recognize mm -hmm. the purpose that they do serve. If I break my arm, I'm probably going to the hospital. So mm -hmm. I want to state that I'm not screw Western. I'm, I think that there's right. parts of Western that's beautiful, but what I think the opportunity that really rests inside of Western medicine is recognizing that we are spiritual beings first and foremost. And unless that they lead with that, they're fucking up. And that's my, I will always stand in that opinion. And then we have in a mental body, we have an emotional body and we have a physical body. So there's four bodies that need to be honored with any healing situation. Western has chosen to only focus on the physical, which is why they're great at serving the physical sometimes not all the times but for someone like when fibromyalgia because i do psychic readings on people so like things like chronic pain and fibromyalgia it's a backup of mental emotional and spiritual vibrations that are pushing into the physical to create to, to ask you to look at different things to release different things it's not saying cover up this pain so you can move through your life and go back to your nine to five so if people want to have a spiritual life experience then I really believe they need to recognize that these four bodies exist. Herbs carry the natural rhythm of nature. So a lot of us are talking about, we're ruining the earth. There's climate change. There's all this bullshit happening. Well, what is your connection to the natural rhythm of the earth? Because if everyone vibrated at, this, at the connection of 
homeostasis with the earth, we wouldn't be trashing the earth. So herbs are that bridge. Herbs are a vibrational carrier of, this is how the earth vibrates in homeostasis. You're gonna consume that vibration. When you do it with that sense of awareness, you're actually attuning yourself to the Tao as the Chinese would call it, or the doing or the undoing, but just being present, knowing that you're whole and you're carried onto yourself and you're resting in that place. That's what the earth does every day. <clears throat> when the trees lose their leaves because it's fall, they don't cry and say something's wrong. They say, I'm going through a cycle. And so we also need to retrain our minds. When you are injured and something's hurting, nothing is wrong with you. You're going through a, a spiritual healing experience that's beneficial for your soul's growth. So I think what the Western medical field has really mastered is they become the king of black magic negativity. And you go to them and they say, I'm going to find everything that's wrong. I'm going to point it out and then I'm going to amplify it. And what does that do? You look at Joe Dispenza and you look at all these other leaders in mental health. It makes you scared, worried, and upset. And you give your power away and you say, tell me how to fix this. I'm scared. I'm sorry, but that's black magic. Western medicine is primarily run on black magic. And every time these, these doctors give you a pill, they get a fucking commission check. So let's stop pretending that doesn't happen. I went to my gynecologist. I was having severe cramping after orgasm and then before my periods. And I wanted to rule out that there was something physical going on. So I was like, okay, I want to get an ultrasound. I want to make sure there's nothing physical because then I can go and work on the spiritual, mental, and emotional aspects of my being and heal this. Uh, but I think it's always smart. It's always smart these days to get a scan or to figure out and just rule out anything physical. So she gave me an ultrasound and she's like, oh, okay, you have, um, you have a cyst on your ovary and that's what's causing all this pain. And I was like, oh, okay. So tell me, you know, tell me your thoughts on what the next steps are. And she's like, oh, I'll put you on um, birth control. And I looked at her and I was like, why, why would I take fake hormonal medications for a cyst on my ovary? I said, a cyst is fire. And you're talking about altering something else in my body. I was like, what do you, she said, well, that's all I can recommend. I said, oh, so you can't recommend meditation. You can't recommend yoga. You can't recommend changing my diet. And I looked at her and she was like, I'm not trained in those things. And I looked at her and I said, well, then you don't have the right to touch my body ever again, because I'm more educated than you are. And I was like, goodbye, Miss Kwan. And I left the office and I was like, you will never touch my vagina again. You need to educate yourself. And if I'm more educated than you are, then you can't touch me. And I, and it was like, it was the last time I went into a Western medical office. And that was like, that was like six years ago. And I just had this thing click where I was like, I'm done. I'm done pretending I need them to heal myself. And then that kicked me off into studying books from Barbara Hanclough. And I don't know if you guys know about her, but she's a fucking badass. And she wrote The Alchemy of Nine Dimensions. And she'll explain to all of us, and this is all scientifically proven. So the people that don't want to oh it's esoteric no she wouldn't publish one book until it was scientifically proven so people couldn't do the pushback bullshit but basically if you read alchemy of nine dimensions so she'll explain to you how the first dimension is the core of the earth the second dimension is the earth matter and the beings that live under our feet inside of the soil and that's where viruses bacteria disease pain and illness is and when we reconnect that knowing of our spiritual sense to that second dimension. So now when I get cramps, I go into the second dimension and I do a meditation. And I say, what are you telling me? What is the message here? I want to work with you. And it's my second chakra vibrating with the second chakra of the earth. And so that's what I mean about earth reconnectivity and herbs. We are literally, there's a lot of us practicing this, but we're aligning our chakras with the chakras of the earth. And we're moving in a way that the earth moves and nature moves through life to create full-on homeostasis. I'm just like mind blown right now. Um, I definitely need to pick up her book. So what comes after that? Yeah. So the core of the earth is the first chakra. Right. That's, that's the iron core crystal. It's the center of the earth. And then the second is viruses, bacteria. It's when you feel like anger surge through you, that's a miasm from the second dimension of the earth releasing through you you're in service to the mm -hmm. earth and the stars and yourself and it's all cyclical 
And then when you get into the third dimension, that's us, that's our human bodies and that's us moving around. Mm-hmm. And then the fourth dimension is the collective consciousness. So, yeah. you know, morphic fields of resonance, all those different things. The fifth field is the heart field, the field of unconditional love. The Palladians work with the fifth dimension a lot. The sixth dimension is serious. So it's sound vibrations. Seventh is shapes and geometry. Eighth is sun, um, sun gods. And then, but she'll go up to the ninth. There's the 10th and the 11th, but with the state of the evolution that we're all in right now, we only have access to the ninth right now. Wow. So I do a lot of work with ancestry. Mm-hmm. It's being proved trauma from our ancestors are within us and causing disease and cancers and all these things. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, it's amazing and some of these plant medicines um, help us connect more with our ancestors. Like say psychedelics, revisiting and connecting with your ancestors. Yeah, if you work with that. There's a lot of opportunities with that. So ancestral clearing is, it's super fun because you get to serve your family. And then it also has such a huge impact on you and your life right now. So mm-hmm. it's a super effective way to cleanse out density that could be a prohibiting pattern or something you don't want in your life. So when you have psilocybin, CBD, or cannabis, or ayahuasca, whatever you have, it's basically, to me, it's like rocket fuel for your intention. So let's say you want to do ancestral clearing, and you have this procrastination pattern where you have an idea, but you can never make it happen. And that's what all your ancestors did. And and you're the one who's going to stop that. So you can take your psilocybin in a microdose form if if you don't want to have a full trip. You could take it in a one gram form if you want to have a deeper experience and you can hold it and you can close your eyes and you can do a verbal invocation, which is you as the creatrix of everything in this world saying, I'm now going to create this experience for myself and my ancestors. And you can just hold it and say, I would like to have an ancestral clearing on the cellular level for me and all my ancestors that have come before in regards to this specific pattern and any other pattern that's prohibiting my highest spiritual expression. Let's also just make sure our listeners are following us that psilocybin is usually known as mushrooms. Yeah. People will say like shrooms or magic mushrooms or, um, yeah, we used to call them mushrooms. Yeah. But now, now, now like reishi and turkey tail and, and other mushrooms are so hot that you kind of can't just say mushrooms anymore. Cause people yeah, are like, there's so many, <laughs> there's so many that are so popular. You know what? I have to say the universe has got your back, girl, because this, the loophole and the, and patenting the name of your book, holy <laughs> shit, is amazing. I, I mean, I, I feel like it didn't come from me. Like the spirits yeah. of psilocybin, they're aliens. And I don't go super deep into it, into the book, because I want people to receive the book. And a lot of times people hear aliens and they just wall. So mm-hmm. like they are alien beings psilocybin is an alien medicine and all alien means is that it's a higher vibration from another galaxy so i think the word alien has developed negative connotations so that someone with an agenda can infuse us with more fear and what i like to say is if anything is making you feel fearful it's not real it's a control tactic if anything is making you feel empowered and special and beautiful it's real and that's who you truly are Mm -hmm. and let's start making that reality more known And psilocybin is a huge, it's a huge part of that because when you are on it and you are on a journey, it will take every veil that is covering your third eye and it will remove it. And it will give you a life experience for however much you took. So let's say it's anywhere from six to 10 hours of you in an energetic multidimensional state, experiencing reality from that state. And the more people that start accessing these other ways of looking at the world, the more love we're going to see, the more kindness we're going to see, because people will have the felt experience of connectivity between all things. And once you have that experience, you don't want to harm other beings. You don't want to harm the earth. But you can also use them at different levels. And so I wanted to share, I did microdose for three weeks. I have ADHD and that's why I agreed to it. I I listened to the benefits that it had for someone like me. And I was a little apprehensive at first because I didn't want to, well, I have four kids and I can't go around tripping on mushrooms every day. I did that when I was younger. 
<laughs> so, you know, I didn't know what to expect, right? I think even mm-hmm. Mandy was shocked that I was willing to do it. And honestly, it was no different than taking Adderall almost every day. Mm-hmm. And I was, it was very hard for me not to be present. Exactly. It was very hard for me to worry about the past or worry about the future. And also I successfully multitasked, which I can't usually do. Mm-hmm. And when I say successfully multitask, I was able to write, experience sound, experience sensations and feel like all my senses at once. I was able to be aware of. It was really freaking cool. The second night, and of course, everyone thinks I'm crazy in my house that I'm doing it because they're like, oh, you're tripping on mushrooms. I'm like, no, it's not like that, right? (laughs) Trying to explain it to him, but I just don't see anything that wrong with it. It's not like I was doing crack or something, but I wanted to tell you, I went outside. It was like 12 o'clock at night and I had this experience. Okay. So I'm going to try to play it. I love that. Yeah. All right. Okay. So this is what I experienced when I was outside. And yes, I was microdosing mushrooms. I was not tripping mushrooms. This is what I heard. And even if I wasn't on mushrooms, it would have been freaky. Yeah. But I'm just going to let everyone experience this and make up their mind on what they hear. space monkeys ah oh, I love that and, oh and then God, I'm like monkeys. totally freaked out about it <laughs> you hear the spaceship and then you hear nothing it was a plane for sure and then I ended up looking up the sound and it was mating raccoons <laughs> <laughs> but sounds was like monkeys so much that my son he came upstairs he was like you are tripping. I said, no, it's not that. Listen, I mean, like anybody would have been flipped out. <laughs> I love it. So funny. That's so cute. <laughs> so crazy. All right. No, but for real, aside from the space monkeys, <laughs> no, microdosing was not what I expected. Don't be afraid of it. It actually was amazing. And it was not something that's going to hurt my heart. It's not going to be something that they don't know what will affect me long-term in my life. Not, not going to make your rectum bleed. Right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my God. No. Right. right? Yeah. So, I mean, people are afraid of trying things that they're not familiar with. And that's kind of, I guess the yeah. idea. And I can see how the word mushroom would kind of scare people. Mm-hmm. I had a couple of questions that some listeners wanted me to ask you, and I already know your take on it because I've read your amazing book. One is how can you manipulate your surroundings to create a more spiritual versus recreational trip? <laughs> no one can ever manipulate their surroundings. So let's just start with verbiage. So we're on the same understanding. If you want your external situation to change, then you must change something inside of yourself. And then the outside world will mirror that. So I'm going to be speaking from a place like that. And if you want to have a more spiritual experience, whether you're using cannabis or psilocybin or, you know, whatever versus a recreational experience, then it would take for me, what I do is I take one minute to close my eyes, to breathe into my body. I call myself back into my body. And then I say the verbal invocation of what I want to have. So let's say I'm about to smoke a joint. I'd close my eyes and I'd say, I ask that this medicine bring my prayers of higher understanding and spiritual growth up to the stars. I ask that my feet be fully grounded into mother earth. And I ask that the vibration inside of my body be one of spiritual expression and unlimited love. And then that sets my internal system up to a specific vibration of spiritual experience, you know, evolutionary growth. And then when I'm smoking, my external world will then share in the vibration I created inside of myself. 
I would okay. say you can't manipulate the outside world. Okay. So do you need, I know you talk about a ceremonial space in your book. Mm-hmm. Um, is that a must have? Like, I think a lot of people right now think to have this spiritual experience, you have to have like this beautiful setting and crystals and stones and dimmed lights. And I mean, <laughs> I mean, I love my sacred space where I meditate, but is that indeed something that you need to do in order to have that spiritual experience? I'd say the sacred, the sacred space is in your mind and it's in your heart. And no, uh, you do not have to have your external environment be covered with Himalayan salt lamps and crystals and all that stuff. That is vibey. I mean, let's, I don't want to discount how vibey that stuff really does contribute mm-hmm. to higher consciousness states because it actually does. Yeah. And enhancing a little bit. It's super enhancing. Good work. But I would say that safety and knowing that you're in a container that won't be disturbed is something that you do have to create externally. So like if you're in an apartment building and you have three roommates and they're going to be drinking and partying and you want to have a mushroom experience, like if they come in to your world halfway through and they bring a different vibe, that's a hundred percent going to change your experience. So that's what I mean by safety, safe container, one that you have controlled and you do, you know, if, if this is something that you're new at and these are new experiences, I highly recommend and insist on very safe containers because one little disturbance can really spin people out Mm -hmm. when, when they're having, it's, it's their first time and they're taking a gram and the lights are off and they're just with themselves. And then someone opens the door and says something crazy that can take them somewhere for the next seven hours. And so like when someone is on psychedelics and even cannabis, you do not have coverage over your third eye. You do want this to be, I mean, that's why nature is the best because it's already set up in a natural vibration. But I, I do think people need to be aware of their surroundings in these circumstances. If you're going to decide to do this in a safe container, don't do it at home with your family on a <laughs> Monday night when everybody's home. Now, <laughs> my son did this at 18. I'm like looking at him and like something is off with him, right? Yeah. And so I'm like, look at me. And then I was like, are you on fucking acid? And he was like, yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing acid? at home with your family on a Monday night. <laughs> and he was like, but I'm actually having a really bad trip, mom. And I was like, oh yeah. Because well, <laughs> you're at home with your family on a Monday night. Bro. Right. I mean, I got a baby <laughs> crying, you know, I just, what? I so that. my suggestion is like Scarlett said, nature's the best place. Even though safe is home, I wouldn't do it with your entire family. <laughs> And then the other thing I just want to point out is that sometimes it's not to trip balls like that. Like, seriously, I did it and I felt that it really helped me connect to the present moment. So, I mean, honestly, I could take it every day and it would, nobody would know around me. Nobody knew when I was on it. What is your suggestion on that? You can microdose. Do you do it every day? Do you do it just like once a month? Do you do it every six months? If you want to really enhance your spiritual connection, would you actually take enough to trip? Like, what do you do? Yeah, I would say it's dependent on that person's individual intention. So a lot of what I sell is microdose capsules and I have little jars and it's one month supply. And then every client that's interested, we have a consultation and I'm like, what's your intention? You know, and I would say the majority of the people that I'm serving right now, their intention is to get off antidepressants. All of them have after 30 days of taking these microdose capsules because of what you've, what you just said, when you take them, you feel more present, you feel more mentally capable to handle things. I I mean, I could still drive. I could still function. I could still do dinner. You know, I was not intoxicated in any way. Even my mind, it was not altered. If anything, it was sharpened. That's exactly Don't be afraid. Yeah. You know, don't knock it until you try it. Because really, I think that people are looking at me like, you're crazy. What are you doing? You know, but yeah, no, if anything, I think that it sharpened all of my senses. I was just more aware. It was really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I experienced with myself. I feel like I'm supercharging my spiritual evolution because I'm staying in a more balanced state throughout the day. And like what I am feeling spiritually when I take them 
is like, here's my brain and there's these different networks that are lit up and, and I'm, that's my regular life. And then when I'm on a psilocybin microdose, the entire brain is lit up, which is why we feel like we have more stamina. We have more ability to multitask. We have all these different things that are kind of superhuman qualities. I did have um, ET experiences too. Yeah, your vibration. I forgot about that. Not the monkey, not the head. My very first real moment with an alien. That was during that time too. So I forgot about that. So the vibration of psilocybin has that alien vibration. And when you you merge with it, you're on a vibrational plane where you can start having those experiences. Mm-hmm. And they're like, they're so intuitive and they're so much further advanced than us technologically. Like for me to study mm-hmm. with the aliens and to receive their transmissions, I feel like I'm sitting with like God. It's a different form of God. Mm-hmm. It's a highly more advanced individual than I am. So why oh, wouldn't I be open and excited to have those different experiences when it's going to be more medicine for me and then more medicine than I can offer the people? And you offer amazing stuff can we talk for a moment about your freaking chocolates why chocolates of course we know it's because people love chocolate but can we talk about these special blends your herbs and how you combine them and the dosages to enhance the uh, psilocybin yeah so that's why the you know the spirit of psilocybin told me to get the trademark was because i was going to make a branded product called psilocybin for the mainstream consumer market right now. And there will not be any psilocybin in the actual jar, but there will be all organic sacred dark cacao mixed with these different herbs. And then there's many roads that this is gonna take, but the two main roads are, people will feel like they're tripping on mushrooms by eating the blends, even though there's no psilocybin in there because it's been, it's been sanctioned by the spirit of psilocybin and the word psilocybin is on the packaging. So whenever we, have a word that's an incantation it's a vibration when you put it on something like a jar it's going to push that vibration into the contents of that jar so we did trials of these different blends and everyone was like how much psilocybin is in this because i feel really melty right now and i i i feel really like heart opened and i'm like none and that's great that you're having that experience so I'm going to infiltrate mainstream consumer markets with this jar of chocolate, brand name psilocybin. People are going to be a little confused because no one's ever done this before. So they're going to pick up the jar and be like, psilocybin? Wait, they can't sell psilocybin. And this is illegal. And it's like, now the conversation started and the curiosity is there. And whenever a human has curiosity, the door is open. So then I can go in and be like, oh, you want to hear about this? Like, look at like kind of what you just said about your microdose experience look at how much more attuned you can be. Let's, let's talk about how superhuman you can be. And let's talk about how the belief patterns and fear that you have around this substance never came from you. So let's just drop that and let's go into the medicinal qualities. And it, it starts a larger conversation of releasing this medicine into everyone's world. I have so much charged energy around how they've prohibited all this from people because the people are my people. They're my, all my brothers and they're my sisters. And I feel like someone has lied to them and told them that this isn't good when it's actually probably one of the best things for them. And so this is just a reintroduction of that medicine back into the market. And I can sell them to anyone, anywhere with the name psilocybin on the packaging. And I can just do this to the government and be like, loophole idiots loophole there's going to be three blends so there's a third eye there's like a vision blend that's going to enhance your ability to see and receive visions and then there's going to be a wellness and vitality blend where it makes your physical body more strong and vital and then there's a heart and creativity blend that kind of makes you more mushy and more creative enhances sexual energy so those are going to be the three blends that we come out with and couples therapy, there's a, there's a few couples that I work with that have been in like, you know, these repetitive, oh, we fight about the same things all the time. And I'll guide them through taking the love drops, the psilocybin microdose capsules together. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I set out a little mantra plan for them and I kind of get their momentum going and then they take over with their own intuition. But I give them the container to start with. And it's like, wow, I don't even really get annoyed with him anymore because I see I see the energy behind it now. Oh, I don't really, I don't really care when she does this anymore because I can actually honor her true nature that I'm seeing that's more loud. 
So it takes the little tiny like rocks in your shoes and it knocks them out and it lets you see the beauty in every situation. And that's always available. That's always available in every situation. With the state of 2020 and with all the trauma that people have endured and the shifts and the financial, you know, downfall and all that, that this is a perfect time for this to be introduced Mm -hmm. because a lot of people are going to be experiencing trauma and have anxiety years after this whole 2020. Yeah. So, I mean, what a blessing to have something else besides pills, 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 pills. Yeah, hundred percent. It's so true. There's a lot of trauma coming to the surface right now. I'm so happy about it. I'm so happy that it's not being hidden anymore, that it's not being shoved down anymore, that everyone's getting to experience it full throttle because everyone is strong enough to handle it, number one. And everyone is also doing such good work to transmute it. And every time someone has a big trauma, they're transmuting density and putting it back into light. And so Yeah, I really hope to be a pillar of light for people that have gone through serious trauma and they want to get on an organic, natural, alchemical medicine that's going to serve their highest spiritual transformation and also have an effect on their physical systems. I would like to talk to you after this because my nervous system always feels a little bit off. Because like to me, trauma and nervous system, that's a spirit trauma. Mm-hmm. That's an ethereal trauma. And yes, it's manifesting in our physical bodies, but the only way I've ever been able to heal and balance my nervous system is through spiritual transformation. It's mind blown by everything that you offer. I mean, you have DNA upgrades, past life regression, clarity through emotions, physical healings. I mean, the list goes on and on. And you talk about such rad topics in your book too. Just so our listeners know, you talk about melting, surrendering, the importance of rest. Can you just kind of talk about what you offer on your website? I mean, you have starseed coaching, matrix sessions. I mean, holy crap, you've got so much goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So basically I have some kind of a site and when someone wants a session, they book a session with me and it's completely guided by my client. So whatever they're ready to receive or, or have happen with them, they bring in and I just report it. I like, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to tell you every single thing I see your higher self is going to guide the session. I just see them in energetic form. And then I describe what's happening. And every session has a completely different unfolding. Some people will intermix the psilocybin and the CBD medicine that I make with the sessions and kind of need more of a physical attentiveness before the things shift for them. So Mm -hmm. like everyone has their own guidance with it. So I try and write down everything I've seen in sessions Mm -hmm. in my description, because every time I had, I had another session last weekend where this being came in that I had never experienced. It was the God being, but she was in female form and I had never experienced the goddess that had birthed the entire universe before. So I think like the veil is getting to that place where the stuff that's coming through now, it's so potent. And the DNA upgrades, like it feels like every time I give a session, people are receiving these DNA upgrades. And I've had dreams where I'm sleeping and I'll be visited by these beings and they'll be upgrading my DNA for me and they'll putting different like harmonics into my body. And I think that's what we're all going through right now is like huge upgrades. You know what else is amazing? Can you share about what happened at Mount Shasta? Yeah. My number is from Mount Shasta, my cell phone area code. When I was kind of doing my quest and searching for happiness on earth, part of it was to go to Mount Shasta to see unicorns because I, I did unicorn research for like three years and I had all these old unicorn manuscripts and I knew that they were beings that lived in a different dimension, but we could tap into it. And so I was like, okay, Glastonbury in London is one Mount Shasta is one Mexico has a portal and I was in Colorado at the time. So I was like, okay, well, the closest, most, you know, easy is going to be Mount Shasta. And I went out there and I was doing a meditation and these beings came to me. And my question inside my meditation was, what is my gift for the planet? Like, how can I serve these beings? Because I was trained in massage therapy, but it was too intense for me to be around people that physically. I couldn't do four or five different people a day 
I am so sensitive that like socialization is really kept to a minimum for me to feel balanced. I was backing away from doing the massages and I was like, what am I here to do? And they shared with me the tranquility formula. And that's the one that you took. And I wrote everything down because I've never been to herb school. You know, I've done shamanic initiations to enter into plant spirit communication. And to me, that's my herb school. And that gives me access to how the herbs want to be used, not what my will is over them. And that channeling of the formulas opened and started in that meditation in Mount Shasta. So that was like the grand kickoff of white fox and psilocybin, all this stuff that yep. allowed me to start receiving these formulas. And then it was like every week I had a new formula and I would write it down. They would show me how to make it. So I'd be in my kitchen and I'd be doing stuff and this being would come in and be like, your temperature's too high. And I would like turn my temperature down. And it was, it was like, I had perfect runs every time. And people would come over and be like, oh my God, this is so amazing. I, I, my insomnia has been going on for 10 years. I don't have insomnia anymore. Like, how did you make this? And I'm like, I don't feel like I made this. I feel like I followed yeah. my instructions well, but it's not like I knew how to do that. You know? Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you trusted yourself enough to um, listen and to, and to channel it. Cause it's awesome. You know, you have an amazing story. There's also so much authenticity and such a strong message to people that are sensitive to other energies. There are so many teenagers out there that are sitting in classrooms, absorbing that energy, feeling like they're out of place, feeling like they don't belong. And you can give them hope through your story as well. So Shannon and I are so about teaching these younger generation who is really open, I believe is going to replenish and save our freaking world. They are just special beings that are told that there's something wrong with them. It's really the opposite. They're gifted. They're just, they don't know that. And so your story in itself and how you've come to be who you are today is just needs to be heard. So thank you for sharing. Thank you, girl. And now it's time for Break That Shit Down. For all those kids out there that think there's something wrong with them, there's nothing wrong with you. It's the environment that's fucked up. You want to know what else I love about you is that you come from such a place of love, but you're not afraid to speak your mind, be raw and put doctors in place. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm a fireball. I'm a really, really sweet, loving fireball for sure. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Where can everybody find you? So if you want to buy the CBD, go to whitefoxnectars.com. And if you want to buy the psilocybin, you can go to psilocybinlovemedicine.com. You will have to private message me to get a hold of psilocybin microdoses because I do that on a patient-to-patient basis. And then my personal website is scarletraven.com and it's Raven with an I. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. You've been such a pleasure. Thank you for sharing this space with us. For sure. Thank you ladies for what you're doing. I love your IG and I love everything you're putting out there. It's badass. Thank you. Thanks for being with us today. We hope you will come back next week. If you like what you hear, don't forget to rate, like, and subscribe. Thank you. We rise to lift you up. Thanks for listening.